welcome to Resting Binge Face, where two friends binge watch seasons of scary TV shows Ooh. and they talk about it. I'm Adam McCoy. And I'm Amanda Kathleen. Adam and I work in TV. We watch a lot of TV. If we were trick-or-treating, we would go as TV. I'd be the rabbit ears. Yeah. And I would just be like the big box walking around. And I would drop my bucket of candy and you would have to help me pick it Mm -hmm. up because I couldn't bend over. And we'd do it in a safe Midwestern town like Indiana. Eerie Indiana. Which brings us into what we're watching this week. Eerie Eerie Indiana. Indiana. Season one and only season. Throwback to our season one. So a way to kind of bridge the gap between... Mm-hmm. One season TV shows and spooky TV shows. Ooh. Not so spooky, spooky TV shows. Right. Do you have some spooky knowledge to drop on us? I do have some spooky knowledge to drop. Ooh. Because this is a really good show. It only lasted one season. Yeah. And that's spooky. It's so spooky. So this originally aired in 1991, September, on NBC. Mm-hmm. It was created by Jose Riviera and Carl Schaefer. And they had creative consultant. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. I don't know. Joe Dante. Do you no. know the name? No, okay. I do not. He directed such films as Piranha. Oh, uh-huh. The Howling, Gremlins, Explorers, Ooh. Inner Space, The Burbs, Gremlins 2, The New Batch, Matinee, Small Soldiers, and, wait for it. Waiting for it. Looney Tunes, Back in Action. Oh, my favorite. So, pretty pretty big pull there. I mean, That's the Gremlins lot. guy. I loved all of those movies. I mean, like... I specifically, besides Looney Tunes. Besides, <laughs> yeah. I specifically have in my notes, it reminds me of the Burbs. And, yes. Well, a couple of the actors are in it. Yeah. <laughs> from the Burbs. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, it this this premiered, a, a lot of good critical response. Critics love the show. Mm-hmm. It was like a family-friendly Twin Peaks. Yeah. They kind of had, had that feel. Mm-hmm. And they said they actually had, like, one of the creators during the year that it was on, who when they realized it wasn't going to make it, they're like... We have like a, a inch binder full of all these great uh-huh. reviews. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. They were us. fighting to, to switch the time slot. Right. So it aired at 7.30, 7 o'clock on Sunday nights. Oh. Next to a show called The Torkelsons. And like this horrible Disney-esque channel, like kids show. Oh, okay. And so there, you can actually look it up online. There's a promo that was promoting Erie, Indiana. It's just like... Twilight Zone eerie well, uh-huh. promo, and then right next to it, it's like, and then the Torkelsons, <laughs> so and so gets an eyeful tonight, oh, and gosh. so it's like they didn't really mesh very well, right? Um, so it had a lot of problems there. Also, expensive the sets. I mean, some of them had some pretty big set pieces, yeah. like the, the premiere episode with the big Tupperware yeah, yeah. pieces, and they and they they chose to shoot on film, not video, oh. so it was even more expensive. Mm-hmm. So the ratings weren't great because they couldn't find an audience. Right. This is before Nickelodeon. TV was around, so there really wasn't an audience for... I know, I swear to God I was watching this on Nickelodeon, well, but it turns out it was like rerun of Disney. Uh, it was Disney that mm-hmm. it aired on Disney. Um, but back then, there was really no tween audience, so they considered anybody under the age of 16 right. kids, so they targeted everything to kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there wasn't really... that. It didn't work very well that way. Right. Um, but it went off the air that year in 91, Mm-hmm. Actually, 92. Went off the air in April. Yeah. And then the Disney Channel 93 picked it up because they needed content. So right. they played it, and it got a kind of a, a following mm-hmm. there. And then Wham. Do you remember Wham? I th- Wham was the Encore. Maybe. You know, the, t- the cable channel Encore had their own kids channel uh, called Wham for no, tweens. I don't think so. And I got a big following there. And then around 95 or 96, mm-hmm. Goosebumps. 
yep. blew up. Yep. And so Fox are making the Goosebumps television show, mm-hmm. and they picked up uh, Area Indiana, played that, and people loved it. But there's only one season. So then, I don't know if you remember this. I don't know. They were like, we want to do a, another season. But wait, the kids are six years older. We can't. Okay. We're going to do a different series called what? Erie, Indiana, The Other Dimension. No. About two other kids who are very similar to Simon <laughs> and Mars. But it's but not in them. A in a different dimension. dimension. And the first episode is like this cheesily pasted together video from the original show uh-huh. of Simon and Mars looking at the TV, talking to the other kids in the other dimension, and uh, somehow this uh-huh. portal gets opened up, and they start pulling all the weirdness from Mary Indiana comes to this other dimension. Okay. So that lasted one season, too, because it was crap. It sounds like a hit. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> but a lot of people liked the show criti- uh-huh. critically, and it does have a. It was a very interesting feel, and the problem was they aimed it at children, but it was never designed as a children's show. Right. It was one that families could watch, but it was not a children's show, and that's what they were trying to market it as. So obviously, bad marketing. Horrible marketing. Right. We learned this from a few episodes <laughs> of the podcast. Every time, is, every time a show dies, it's because of marketing. It's marketing and time slots. Sunday night, horrible. Who picks? Sure. So I think it had a lot of potential. It was a little before its time. Obviously, every time that a network would pick it up a couple years later, it would be a huge hit. Right. Kids loved it. Yeah. And I see my kids, I mean like 12-year-olds loved it, yeah. not little kids. So it was kind of like pre-Stranger Things. It's, I mean, it's a similar vein. Like you consider a similar it's like age Twilight audience. It's Stone for yeah. younger, younger kids. kids. Yeah. There's not much to say about it because the people who created it don't, didn't understand why. Oh, there is one other thing. So halfway <laughs> through, if you notice, you watch the show. Yeah. There's a little shift in the way the show was kind of made and the characters that are in it. Yeah. Well, NBC stepped in. Like, oh, we want you okay. to have weirder characters and this that's kind of stuff. That's why Dash disappears yes, in there? Yes, that's, yeah. Fuck it, Dash. <laughs> so halfway through, they decided to change things up. I think trying to change them, you know, who they were targeting, but mm-hmm. it didn't save it. And it also, to me, made it worse, but. Accurate. <laughs> so that's a little brief history of, of the show. Well, that's some eerie knowledge of mm-hmm. eerie Indiana. <laughs> it's some sad knowledge. I wish it went on forever. It's so it's a, at least three seasons. At least it would have been great. I think had they run it, the, another problem was the network wanted one that um, they didn't want a really overarching story. They kind of wanted that anybody could w- walk in at any time and right. watch an episode. So it kind of limited what they wanted I to mean, do. I think you get it. The intro is kind of like, uh, yeah, this is Erie, Indiana. Shit's weird. Come on, get by. into it. <laughs> I mean, I think that I think it works just to like come in and see, but it's really sad. It's one of my one of my favorites as a kid. There you go, and you never even even knew it was on NBC. You thought it was in Nickelodeon. my mind. It was Nickelodeon because it was like that. Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of Dark? All of it's on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. not other channels. <laughs> no, and I never knew they made a, a spinoff. I didn't know they made a spinoff either. Apparently, it was horrible. Well, nobody knew about it. So Adam is done dropping knowledge. This is your light spoiler warning. I feel like everyone should see this, have seen it. If not, Hulu has it. We watched it on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, I think they both have it. Oh, I didn't check Hulu. I know Amazon Prime has it, yes. Yeah, I think they both have it. Maybe it's off of Hulu. At some point, it was on Hulu. I know it was a big deal when it started streaming because they made one DVD release one time, like 
10 years ago. Really? And when they sold out of that, they never made any more. So it was almost impossible to find. And like in 2016, I remember looking for it. Mm-hmm. And people were charging like $180 for no. the box set of Erie, Indiana. Because you couldn't find it anywhere. It wasn't big enough. But now that it's streaming, anybody can watch it. And you can so. buy it on Amazon, I think. Yeah. But then, th- even then, like, in 2016, you couldn't buy individual episodes right. of it for some reason. You'd only like, you'd have to survive by horrible clips on YouTube oh, from geez. VHS rips. <laughs> I feel like maybe that's how it was designed to be watched. Because it's like spooky I, and eerie. But so I really, just... if it was made on film, I would mm-hmm. love to see a, a restored version. Oh, like in theaters or yeah, something? Yeah, or even like a re release on DVD mm-hmm. because the quality was dumbed it's, down. It holds up, though. Yeah, but yeah, it's still, they would just it, have to reprint it. it. If they could find the original, mm-hmm. and I, it would look, I think it could look uh, pretty nice. Mm. Let's maybe do a there petition. Yeah, Erie, Indiana petition. Okay, here's your overview of Erie, Indiana, season one, only season. A family from New Jersey moves to Erie, Indiana, and Marshall, our main character and son, finds out it's not as suburban as he thinks. Elvis lives down the street. Bigfoot digs through the trash. And dogs are plotting to kill the human race. Marshall knows there's something eerie about Erie, Indiana. The center NBC, of Sunday. Sunday. At 7 PM. Next to the Torkelsons. <laughs> Johnny gets a cat. <laughs> Did they renew the Torkelsons for? No. I don't think it even made it a whole season. It looked <laughs> atrocious. I remember watching Erie, Indiana when it was on. I do not remember that other show at all. <laughs> I have no recollection of the show being on. So either I saw it at that age and like this was so you stupid. It, out. it was so block. horrific. You yes. blocked it out of your memory. Mm-hmm. So Marshall's our lead, Marshall Teller, played by I don't remember his name. You will remember him from Max on Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. the most memorable character there is. That's funny because I was reading something. You either know him from Erie, Indiana, right, or Hocus Pocus. For right. me, Erie, Indiana, every time. Well, what was he pretty much is the same character. It's the same person. Like yeah. In Hocus Pocus, he, they move from L.A. Mm-hmm. to Salem, Massachusetts. I think he still wears like the big jacket. Like I think he's pretty much the same character. He's the same character, mm-hmm. only in a different town. Yeah. Legitly the so same character. He has a younger sister in Hocus Pocus versus an older sister. In right. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same character. Simon Holmes, which I don't know if they put Holmes there for like funny like, haha, Detective Holmes. Because yeah. they, they do a lot of detective work. But that's his BFF. He's also a couple of years younger He's than He's nine him. versus mm-hmm. 13, I think. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Are they in, is he in high school? I don't know. I feel like he's in like eighth grade or something. Probably. I Let's go wrong. with that. We're going to call him eighth grade. All I know is there's an age difference. It's He's a younger kid. But he's, he's still cool. He's and he, yeah, yeah. That he becomes his best friend. He's his BFF. Um, Edgar and Marilyn are his mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And then his sister is Sydney. Did you recognize the mom from the other show we watched? Yes. What show? I don't want to wait for you Dawson's to answer Creek. this question. What is she on Dawson's She's Creek? She's the mom on Dawson's Creek. She's the mom again? Yeah. Are you sure? She's got okay. different hair color. Yes. She's we'll fact check right? this. I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the mom from Dawson's Creek. I don't know. Mrs. <laughs> Whatever her name is. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Dawson. Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the mom from Dawson's Creek. Okay. Well, somebody fact check us. Yeah. Comment if I'm wrong. Okay. Call me a liar. Mm-hmm. And Dash, who is the character that comes in later Don't on. Don't even talk about Dash. Who was also in Hocus Pocus as yes. Salem the Cat. The voice, voice the cat. not the actual. Not in a suit. Not the boy. The boy yes. is that dude from NCIS. NCIS. Mm-hmm. The voice is 
this Dash character. He's also the voice of Max from the Goofy movie. Yes. He's done a lot of voice work. That, no, he's a voice actor. Yeah, that's what he I does. Mean, he's now. been in like what, like Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. this. Yeah. But like he a is bad, a legit a, voice actor. He's not a bad actor. I just don't ever no. think he made it, but he was better at voice work. I mean, he's great at voice work. He was doing a voice whenever he did this show because it was literally oh, Christian he? Slater from uh, Heather's. No, that's what he was like, doing. Legitly, he's doing Christian Slater. Yeah, that's what he's doing the whole time. Yeah. Even the way he's acting, I'm no, like, it's 100% just. No, 100% is Christian Slater. Yeah. Even the hair. Which kind I of kind of appreciate. I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I see what you're going for. So I love this. I love the show. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. And like, I totally forgot about all of it. Like when I went back to watch it again, I was watching it and I was like, that's the dude from Hocus Pocus. And like every episode, up until Dash shows up, I remember every episode. Like I would watch yep. it and I'd be like, oh, I remember this one. I remember this one. But like once Dash is in, I'm like, I don't remember this one. Because you stopped caring. Once Dash came yeah. into the picture, mm-hmm. I blacked it out of my memories. Which is funny because that's when the network came in and tried to change things around. And it became... My body was fighting the terribleness mm-hmm. of the network. I will say, though, I do like the actor who came... The guy, uh, I can't remember his name right now. But he played the original um, Gomez on The Addams Family. He plays... Yes. I yeah, like yeah, him yeah. a lot. He, he came in later, too. He came in. Yeah, he came in the same episode. It was the exact same episode. Those are the two they oh, brought in. Oh, okay. So... Because the guy that runs the store... Had him had locked him up locked in the basement. Up. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a great salesman. But he was a great salesman. He Which, pushed a lot it, of merchandise. It was pretty good writing. Yeah. I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't mind him. It was the Dash thing. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the point where you find out his name and he has a Dash and an X on his hand... I don't know. Like, come on. That's way too much. But anyway, I, I'll let you go on. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying I really like the show. It's yeah. great. The storylines are great. I appreciate them appealing to like a, a more mature storyline. It's funny that, that it is kind of the on the precipice of, t- of tween shows. Like mm-hmm. That's one of the first ones. That's why it was so awkward to try to market it. Because mm-hmm. before that, you were either four you know, adults or a, like a sitcom, I guess, because right. kind of appealed to everybody. But... There wasn't one that I, I think kind of had that market that this one did, which I think it pulled it off. I think it pulled it off because I love the show when I watched it. I, I honestly think that this set off a course for tween shows. I think it did, yes. Like this came out and then what you had, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And then you had mm-hmm. Goosebumps. But then you also had all the shows from Nickelodeon like Hey Dude, Closer Explains It All, My Brother and Me, which I've never seen but my husband has seen. How about Pete and Pete? Pete and Pete. Yeah, yeah. That has a similar feel too. No, PMP definitely has a similar mm-hmm. fear. Similar. Those words again. <laughs> Pete and Pete definitely has a similar feel with Erie Indiana because mm-hmm. yeah. everything's happening and it's weird. But yeah, I mean, I think it's revolutionary. I, I love Twilight Zone and like mystery type mm-hmm. television shows. So this was like right up my alley. Yeah, I, watch, I, I watched as a, as a kid, I watched the old Twilight Zone shows. Mm-hmm. I, like the, I like those. So I really enjoyed this. I did have a hard time once it got to episode 13, I believe it was, mm-hmm. when they started this whole different storyline yeah. where it got a little too, I don't know, fantastical and a, I don't know, it's a, a campy, I guess. Yeah. Not in a good way. I get it. It was too much. So I still enjoyed some of the episodes. Right. But my favorites were all before that that point. Uh, yeah, I agree. I also really liked the last one. Last one was good. I can't even explain it. Is it like he has a head injury or something or like he like... Somehow he gets out of his reality and is yes. on a TV show. On the TV this show, this TV Eerie show, Indiana. he gets yeah. a script for that day. His he, parents are his played by his name is some. his his real name, mm-hmm. 
like all the characters are now themselves in real life. Except Dash is still Dash. Right. And he's trying to kill him off. Right. Because he wants to take the lead. Right. <laughs> so you're like, is it just another weird thing in Indiana? Is there like a portal he went through somehow? Right. What's going on? Yeah, that was probably the best episode of all the later ones, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. And I like that the director is the name of both of the direct, uh, both of the creators mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I thought that was funny. But that's probably my favorite of the end ones. But I like all the ones. Like I, I mean, I, mm, no, Dash is dumb. I don't like Dash. <laughs> I didn't mind his performance. I don't like the 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 whole character and the fact that he was, you know. Why is he such an asshole? And he knows that Eerie's fucking weird. And why does he not help Marshall? That's my that's my point about Dash. He does in the end though. <laughs> Until does he tries he? to kill him. <laughs> like he legit At one wants point, him dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why? The network wanted weirder characters, mm-hmm. I guess more permanent characters. So I don't know why they did that. So that seems weird, like they shoehorn that in. Right. All of a sudden. And then he's in every episode after that. Like we haven't seen this guy at all. And what? now he's gonna show up all the time. But like why not just use the characters we have? Like like his sister never really got an episode. Yeah. Like they could have utilized her. Simon had an episode. The yeah. A- the ATM episode. The ATM. Max. Mm-hmm. They could have done more. Weird enough, um, I guess. Whatever. No aliens who wear popcorn hats. That's what we need. <laughs> is that is that what Erie Indiana needs? Well, that's what they got. So you you're from Indiana. I am. Does this feel like Indiana? Exactly. Is there some weird Elvis is happening? my neighbor. <laughs> No, but I read something interesting that that they picked that as a as a settling point for being the the weirdest place. And whenever he moves there in the show, it's like it's like it's the safest place. It's the most normal place. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this like study in the seventies or eighties. Was it Muncie, Indiana? It's oh, like oh, the uh-huh. most. There's some sort of study where, like that was considered the most normal, you know, average place in America. Right. And they, I do know for a fact that my hometown, Vincennes, Indiana, shout out. Um, was diversity-wise, culturally-wise, mm-hmm. was like a slice of demographics across America. Oh, okay. So we would get, <laughs> I know this is kind of a side tangent, but we'd get like, they would test products in our town. Oh, okay. So like I got the McDonald's pizza when they had the McDonald's pizza, the McDonald's hot dogs. All these different companies would try things in this town to see how it would work. Because you're such a diverse demographic. Because it's like this is a this is like a sample size of America. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it does here. So I guess, anyways. But they were kind of playing with that, like we're gonna make it's gonna be the weirdest place, right? Versus the most normal place. The and opposite. The opposite. Yeah. I always thought, I just thought it was cool at maybe nine or ten when this was on. Mm-hmm. Like it's Indiana. Look, we're on TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that point, the only other reference was. Woody from Cheers in Indiana. Oh, he was an okay. idiot because he was from, from Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. They're all backwood hicks from Indiana. So Well, at least Erie Indiana proved them wrong, right? Yeah. They're, they're just, just weird. Like <laughs> not backwoods. Come on. I, I will say this is probably one of the ones that stuck with me. Like I still remember this. Like I, when I went back and watched mm-hmm. them now, I'm like, I remember this. Some episodes I don't remember watching because I didn't watch every single one of them. Right. But when I would watch one that I'd seen, I'm like, yep, I remember this. I know what's going to happen here. And that's been... 25 years I mean, ago it's, it's like it sticks to you yeah even even the ones i forgot when i was watching something it, I was like, about that I age in your head and you see it and mm-hmm. it does kind of stick with you which i also read the creators were they did specifically go to like i guess a child psychologist and run all these concepts by oh really and like we just don't want to scar anybody right <laughs> like it's weird and it's scary but it's not too scary like I it's mean, not going to give them problems right but like the episode where like 
the, the guy kid dies. dies and like she yeah. gets hit his heart like one of the students gets yeah. his heart like that's real like, mm-hmm. like that's real man that's, it gets pretty real my husband was like damn that's a that's a kid show I got show. serious <laughs> I, I, I kind of like I like kid shows that treat kids like they're not children. Mm-hmm. Like, those are my favorite. And that's why I like so much of the early 90s and mid-90s shows from, like, Nickelodeon and Disney. Yes. Now I feel like they're pandering to, like, little tiny children. Like, I, I feel like I like you put a Nickelodeon or Disney and you watch a promo and it's like... Well, you know why? Because why? only kids are watching it. <laughs> only small children? Only small children. Now The demographic is, like, who's 6 to 10. 10 or older is too cool to watch any of those channels. Right. Speaking of a parent of right. three children, 10 and over... From everything I've heard of the other kids I've talked to, mm-hmm. and my kids to some extent, <laughs> that's for little kids. Like, they aren't even watching that anymore. Right. Like, Stranger Things is now appealing to 12-year-olds, where Erie, Indiana would have appealed to 12-year-olds back in the day. And that's right. how different shows are. Like, that would... Eerie, or Stranger Things could not have made it on Sunday night. No. At that time. No. So, odd, kids are just getting more mature in what they're watching also. So it's probably part of why they're but I feel, feel like, like they're pandering too. I feel like too. Erie, Indiana still has, like it still stands up today. Like oh, I if think you yes. showed it If you showed it to your kids, mm-hmm. I think they would enjoy it. Yes, they've seen a few. Because they're of it. around that age, mm-hmm. like that tween age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't treat them like five year olds, right? Which is what the marketing did. Right. They were like, "Hey, six year old, it's a show for you." No, no, it's no. not. You mean he got hit by a milk truck and then she t- <laughs> took his heart and put it in this other girl? I just want to say... Now she's acting like him? There were several episodes where someone got hit by a milk truck. Yes. A milk <laughs> truck was a theme in several episodes. Yes. Like the milk truck is dangerous in Indiana, mm-hmm. apparently. Do not go... Stay away. ...be biking out there. <laughs> so what were your favorite episodes? My favorite... Like I said, they're all the beginning. I would have to say the, lo- the Vision of Lost Items... Where oh, things get yeah. lost. Mm-hmm. I like that episode I like that a lot. One too, yeah. The episode with the girl who has the magic pencil. Oh yeah. I did like the concept. Yes, when she, when signs she signs it. it. But that had a very Twilight Zone feel no, to it. No, it definitely did. Um, the episode with oh the time travel episode or the the sk- hour the lost hour the lost hour was, my, was one of my favorite episode. Yeah. That one was really good. Because that's true in Indiana, they don't set their clocks back. They didn't when I was growing up, and it's awesome. I don't care what he says; it's the best thing ever. Because change of time is stupid. Well, he was from New Jersey, so he thought it was weird. So he set it back, and he got he got, he got lost, lost in that, in that hour. hour. But that was done really well. That was another no, one. No, that was definitely that I like nice that one Twilight a lot. episode style. Like, and then he he turned out to be the guy in the milk truck. Yeah, he was the old man like, oh, in the man. future. That's it's like woo. Yeah, we get that, and then we get Dash. It's like fuck a Dash. Come on. Come on, Dash. So those are my three favorite, probably, episodes. I think I like the um, the Reality Takes a Holiday, which is the their Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Like, they're watching well, Simon's they're... younger brother, and somehow he gets trapped into a scary movie, and the mummy gets yeah. into their dimension. But it's not the mummy. It's the actor who played the right. mummy, which is pretty funny. Like, I, I like that episode. Yeah. And I actually like the, um, the one where the kid gives the heart to the girl, because I think it's it's a nice... It's a nice episode. Yeah. Um, oh no, it's America's scariest home video. That's the Halloween one. Yeah. Okay. Reality takes a holiday is I forget. This is the last one. Yes, that one's pretty good too. I like that one. I've, I will say that one's. I'd say top five. Yeah. Because the other three are my favorite. Okay, so top four. That was my fourth one. Mm-hmm. That I was think, enjoyable. I think the Lost Hour though is probably my favorite. 
yes. probably my favorite one. From what I read online, it's a, a lot of people's favorite. That's it was a, that's, really good. Yeah. As a Twilight that ca- fan. That kind of captures the essence of like the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. theme that I like about mm-hmm. the show. A side note, what I really like about the show is just the the plethora of 90s character actors. Oh, yeah. Every episode has somebody you recognize. Tobey yes. Maguire at Toby one point. Tobey Maguire. I was like, when yeah. that came on, I was like, this is Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yeah, every character actor from every movie in the 90s was in there. I feel like, yeah. I mean, the guy from the Burbs was in mm-hmm. the Lost One episode. Yep. The other guy from the Burbs, I believe, was the in other the, guy from the Burbs is a. He's the assistant for the fake scientist guy. Mm, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, everybody. The dad, the neighbor dad from uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh yeah, he's a tornado chaser. Stephen Root is in it as the werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Now as an Emmy Award winner. I know. <laughs> so yeah, I think every episode had somebody, because and and everybody did a. There was no like cheesy acting in it. No, I think it everybody was really did a, well. a really good job mm-hmm. acting. The guy who played the mayor is the perfect like oh, bad yeah. guy movie mm-hmm. guy in the nineties. Like that's I can't remember his name, but he's another character actor. So I really enjoyed that. I think they had a really good cast and yeah. ensemble cast for everybody. Even the uh even his dad, I feel like I've seen his dad somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember, group. but I've seen him around too, and he's he was good mm-hmm. in the role. What's the uh bingeability? Bingeability I'm gonna I'm gonna go four. I did four. Four, it's just not I mean, we watched it on Amazon. There was no ads. Yeah, it was so. good. It's definitely, I was assembling furniture while I was watching this. And it's a slow enough where you can do that. <laughs> you can and like, still catch have a everything. Hobby, like. Yes. So I'm not going to say it's riveting. Like, I've no. got to watch the next one. No, but it's good. Because well, it's, it's not like, if had it been a continuational story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then you'd be like, "Ooh, what happens next?" But because it's uh, it's it's its own contained story every episode, you don't feel like you, you have don't to, have yeah. to. Yeah, you can you can if you put it if you had a stopping point, you'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be like, "I'm just gonna watch three episodes and move on." But if you wanted to binge them all, you could. But they're easy to binge. Yeah. So yeah, four four I for think me. Four is fair. So four is a fair number. Um. So that leads us into our last segment. Skip the intro, where Adam's not going to know half of these shows, but I will. I only picked four. Okay. You'll know half. You won't or less. have an opinion for the other ones, but whatever. Um, some intros are too good to be skipped. Would you skip Erie, Indiana intro? I did not skip the uh, Erie, you Indiana kept intro. Watching it. I kept watching it. It's a little short little thing. Yeah. Plus, they change it though at one point. It does switch. Yeah, I think the NBC time mm-hmm. is when it switches. But it's like a normal little like musical thing, and then all of a sudden it switches to, "My name's Marshall. I live in Erie, Indiana. Here's what's up." Bigfoot. At that point, Elvis. you could probably skip it. Yeah, then. I didn't. <laughs> so it wasn't like it drove me crazy. It wasn't too long. No. My next one is: Are you afraid of the dark? It's the one that goes, are you afraid of the dark, dark, dark? No. Okay, I've never heard this one before. That one's a pretty good <laughs> one. It's only like, it's really short. It's the same thing as Erie, Indiana. It's got like a nice little tune to it. Okay. And you're like, you're like, yeah. I feel bad that I've never seen that show. We're, we might have I to do I feel like I missed out. It. It's a fantastic show. Uh, continuing with our Erie Kids shows, mm-hmm. Goosebumps. I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't think I would skip the intro, though. I, I think I remember liking the intro. would skip the intro because I remember thinking it was, like, way too long. 
Like, that intro is, like, way too long. Okay. But I think it's the same thing with Are You Afraid of Dark and Eerie Indiana. It's just music. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, like... It's just B-roll rolling behind mm-hmm. it and music. It had that, you know, that 90s thing going on. Mm-hmm. No, no singing involved. That was the thing, though, when, when those were the intros for shows. Mm-hmm. I remember even then, like watching the intro to see which episodes i had seen because mm-hmm. it was just a random assortment of different right. things happening like which goosebumps oh. it did do that like, yeah it showed. that's why i remember i don't think i would skip it because i didn't as a kid i mean i right. liked the intro so and then lastly now you're not supposed to stay up and watch this but some people did because they got away with it tales from the crypt tales from the crypt oh yeah they never <laughs> skip that intro <laughs> Tales from the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yes, I love that intro. Obviously, never skip. Never skip. That's the best part of the Isn't show. Isn't that crazy? Dun, All of dun, these shows dun, came out dun, in the dun, early dun, 90s. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's a great time. It's like, like, where are these shows now? I was wondering if they were streaming that anywhere. Or Tales from the Crypt, are they are those streamed anywhere? I don't know. I know Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps are. But I didn't ask about those. I know. I asked about... <laughs> You're like, the good one, duh. <laughs> But that was another, I mean, I I love that show, too, because it was just another Twilight Mm Zone-esque, like, here's just another random story for the day, that weird one. this one was a little more mature than the other Oh, yeah, definitely not for for kids. You definitely had to get away with it Mm -hmm. when you were a kid trying to watch it. I don't remember how I watched it or when I watched it, but I remember watching it (laughs) and loving it. And he was hilarious. Creepy good time. Well, I mean, he set up like every episode. Yeah, he was. It was a throwback to the old uh, mm-hmm. monster movies of the '60s, where yep. you had the host come in mm-hmm. in the Dracula outfit or Elvira talking about the movie, right. but it's a corpse. Right. <laughs> Gotta love that. So, Adam, what are we watching next week for our Halloween themed month? We are watching Ash versus the Evil Dead. Ah-ha! That's scary. It's a little scarier <laughs> than than uh, Eerie Indiana. So it's still funny. It's a comedy, horror comedy. From what I hear, because I've never seen the movies nor the TV show. Adam has seen the movies. Shame, shame. Not the TV show. So I will watch Evil Dead 2 because that's what everyone says to watch. Yes. Because it's closer to the show. I'm really excited because I've loved the movies and Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the show yet. And I want to see Ash again. (laughs) I mean, can we just be honest? Like Bruce Campbell... Is probably the best thing about oh. everything he's ever done. Yes, mm-hmm. he's so the best part. I'm of sure everything. it's good. She, he's going to be fantastic. He makes it. If it weren't for him, you know, they start as independent like student films. Right. If he hadn't been cast in it, it wouldn't. I mean, have been. It, Sam Raimi set wouldn't off be, his career. Sam Raimi Sam, set off his career. Well, he set off Sam Raimi's career. They both set off yes. each other's career. And the Delta 88. That's it. You don't get it. But yeah, I'm excited to see uh, a little uh, resurgence of Ash. Resurgence of Ash, resurgence of Brucey Cams. Some dead things. See, I know Bruce Campbell from <laughs> Burn Notice. Yeah. <laughs> and I <laughs> never watched this show because I thought it was look stupid because it's, it's just a great so show. <laughs> Do you, have you still not watched it? No. Oh. I think it is geared more toward guys than it is. Yeah, and I lived in Miami during the time when it was filming down there. Bruce Campbell is great in that show, though. <laughs> I might just watch it for Bruce Campbell, but probably not. I don't know if it's worth watching just for him, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I like that show. It's no monk, okay? It's not. Yeah, but he. But Bruce Campbell was in an episode of Psych where he played the yes the sleep doctor mm-hmm. who slapped him in the face all the time. See, I would have liked Bruce Campbell in Psych. I don't. 
think I'm gonna like Bernotus. I'm not gonna watch that. We're gonna watch Asterisk and Evil Dead. Yes, that'll be. Way, you'll way like better. him in that, I bet. <laughs> if he's anything like he is in the movies, you'll like him. In it's that. gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. If you want to leave us a comment about how none of these shows are horror-y enough for your bloodlust. <laughs> nice. You can leave us a comment about what shows you want us to watch. Or if you want to tell us that Eerie Indiana is too spooky for you. Mm-hmm. That's too scary. You can't do that. You're more of a Hey Arnold kind of guy. <laughs> Uh, Real Monsters was not your bag. There you go. (laughs) You can do that too. Thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.